Bolton podcast. I hope everyone's enjoying their bank holiday Monday and having some burgers and having a good time with their family, etc. So I've got a band called In Solace on today. So I've just got Millie in the chat for the moment, but I think Sam's about to join us. Um, so how's it going, Millie? You all right? Uh, we got Sam. Hey, Sam. Well, mate, how you doing? Yeah, you all right? Yeah, not too bad. Cool, cool. I think Millie's just dropped off. Oh, is she? I'm sure she'll reconnect in a sec. Okay, cool. I'm just thinking of these albums. I've got three so far. Oh, nice. Well done. <laughs> you right, Millie? Uh, sorry, I think I lost you there for a sec. <laughs> no, that's all right. No worries. We're, we're good now. Um, so the question I always ask first is, how has COVID been? as a musical outfit and how much has it ruined your life? Uh, <laughs> cool. You want to go Sam? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, let me think. To be honest, it's been a bit of a disruption, <laughs> isn't it, to say the least, you know, like, yeah. we haven't been able to rehearse at all. The only thing we've been able to do is really converse over like, online, uh, sending stems over Google Drive to like write slowly, but yeah, I mean, it's been a bit of a pain to say the least. Yeah, definitely. I think we've all felt that. How about you, Millie? Oh, yeah. Lockdown. It's not for me. <laughs> it's just made everything a lot more difficult. Um, mm. Yeah. And especially with, it, you know, when you're not doing anything, I suppose you don't feel as creative sometimes or you don't have as much to write about yeah. or say or things like that. Yeah. So, yeah it's been lack difficult. Of, <laughs> lack of real life experiences, yeah. don't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, what about sort of work and stuff? Have you managed to sort of occupy your time with other things? Oh, yeah, I'm working a big, long hour job at the moment. Uh, so, um, yeah, just uh, trying to trying to stay afloat, I guess. It's, it's affected everyone yeah. in loads of different ways, especially people that were self-employed before. Yeah. Kind of, uh, yeah, <laughs> just trying to, trying to get back to some sort of normality. Trying to distract yourself. Mm, I think yeah. we're there I think we're... we're nearly there now so yeah it's looking positive it's looking positive 21 days and we can all go to a nightclub is that right uh, something like this yeah june 21st yeah so yeah 21 days today there we go oh, i'll be counting down the hours <laughs> <laughs> nice so um in solace is that first things first because i always mess these things up is that the right way of pronouncing the band name yes yeah. it is in solace <laughs> nice. thank god for that so how would you describe your bands to the listeners? Uh, let me think. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of times with mental health and stuff, you know, like just people having difficult times, like hopefully listen to our tracks and, you know, they can sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Compare their lives to ours and sort of engage that way. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, we're just like any other band, really. If, if people like our wrists, they listen to us. If they don't, they don't. You know, it's it's that, it's that simple, really. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it literally is just that. I think we're a bit, um, like, obviously, we care sort of just as much about our lyrics as we do about the music. And I think that's what makes it kind of good yeah. to me. <laughs> that's cool. So what kind of, um, I hate asking this question because it's so subjective, obviously, but what kind of genre do you clash yourself as? Like modern alternative rock, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's the best yeah. way to. But um, yeah. definitely a lot of influences of like indie, Britpop, all things like that. Because um, we've all yeah. got quite a different music taste. Everyone in the band, 
So yeah. kind of when we all fuse this together, it's, it seems to work. And it kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope so anyway. <laughs> but yeah, earlier, like for my research, because I do try and research, I do live a bit of a hectic life, but I do make time for the people that come on the show, obviously. Um, I heard hold on and I heard not right. And I got a very sort of electronic kind of vibe from hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a new style for us compared mm. to what we were writing sort of before lockdown. But again, yeah. where we couldn't meet up, we couldn't record drums live, really, anything mm. like that. We just had to kind of work around it. And to be honest, I'm, I, yeah, I'm quite, well, I'm very happy with how, how it turned out considering, yeah. um, considering it was all done kind of with yeah. all of us just doing sort of bedroom recordings, then sending it over. Mm. And then we sent it to a great producer who sort of, yeah made it what it is stitched it all together sort of thing yeah so that's your most recent single right yeah that's hold on so everyone get on spotify and all your streaming platforms that don't pay you enough and um (laughs) give them a follow guys quit my job in the kitchen (laughs) that's it um obviously on the whole sort of promotion side of things do you guys have like a youtube channel facebook all that sort of stuff yeah we've got like we're on all platforms i think aren't we the only thing is i just search in Solace in Instagram, you'll find us there. Uh, yeah. Facebook, I couldn't tell you the exact link, but yeah, in Solace will take you directly to us as well. I think we're the only, only band really with that name, so we've yeah. got really TikTok go wrong. now. We've yeah, the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, got to. There we go. Um, so, how did you sort of form in Solace? How did you sort of meet up? Mm. Uh, well. That was me and Connor originally in a band called Oceans. Oh, um, yeah, so that was like summer of 2018. I met Connor uh, via a friend who we both know. So, uh, yeah, I started to rehearse with uh, Connor's old band. It was just literally uh, two guitarists, drummer and me, because the vocalist recently quit. Okay. But, yeah, but I think it lasted for about three months, and then the drummer and guitarist decided to go their own way. And, yeah, it sort of left me and Connor in a bit of a limbo scenario, so... Yeah, Connor yeah. said to me, like, I'm going to relocate to London. And I, he said, what do you want to do? And I kind of, I, I really liked what we was doing. So I just followed him and we found Donny. Uh, then it was Regan and lastly, Millie. And yeah. I just was, got a random message on Facebook from some random boy being like, Hi, um, <laughs> I heard that you're a, a rock singer. And I was just thinking like, he sent a lot of messages <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's funny how these and things now, happen. And now we're the best of friends. <laughs> yeah. Just one message is all it takes. And the next yeah. thing you know, you're spending one your next weird Facebook message, and look where we are now. Spending <laughs> your next decade on stage with some people. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know if you've um, ever sort of watched. I think there was a thing on the BBC ages ago when I was a kid, and it was about how the police got together. Because I love the police. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And Stuart Copeland, the drummer, said, "You either find bandmates in two ways. You either grow up with them." and you kind of force them to join your band mm. or you renegade it and you properly go out of your way to try and find like the best people yeah. in your district. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so kind funny. Of, kind of got no qualms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just funny when they were trying out um, musicians for the police, I think it was Stuart Copeland and Andy Summers, the guitarist. And they were literally just like going through bassists and stuff. And they were just like getting into a room being like, have you got any riffs? It's just so funny because it's it's so like relatable to what happens even nowadays with all this electronic copy paste sort of mm. yeah two thousand BPM sort of stuff. <laughs> it's all about the riffs at the start and then you build from there, don't you? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or you've got a specific melody line. So just on that, how do you guys approach songwriting? 
Is there a process that you follow or is it completely random? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it all sort of stems from Connor. I mean, he'll, he'll come up with like a guitar riff and, you know, branch that out to a whole track. He'll show us he'll stems just sit online. At home and like make it yeah. a demo on his yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then it sort of goes from there. We all put our own pieces and I think it ends with the vocals and then, yeah, and then we're there. I'm always yeah. the last minute.com at the end. Yeah. Like, we've got a rehearsal <laughs> in an hour and I'm on the train like, writing the lyrics on the way there. <laughs> Do you find, Millie, that you thrive in that environment of like being pressured or do you find that it's a bit overwhelming like they could send me a song and mm. we and, and, and i'd need it read say oh we got a rehearsal for whatever in four weeks or something i would do absolutely no work on that song until yeah. 20 minutes before i got there and then that's the only way i can write it if i yeah. if i sit down and like try and force so, myself to um, yeah i don't know nothing well anything that ever does come out is just bollocks if you're you know <laughs> it's, it's not really yeah I get what you mean. Sustenance. It's funny how there's always like a couple of members in, like say a five-piece band, for example, that always do a little bit more than the others. It's kind of like the school project, isn't mm. it? Where someone does like eighty oh, percent of the, the work. Kid that like sits yeah. at the back and then takes all the credit at the end. Takes 100%. all the glory. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. So we're obviously going to promote your single. Um. So I want to know in a bit, just for future reference. What does the future look like for you guys? Um, we've absolutely steamrolled through the questions. So um <laughs> not really sure what to do for the next 16 minutes other We're than nervous. a hum. We haven't had this much social interaction in a long time. Cool. Yeah, this is like the second <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what, what, I, what I can ask you just to sort of fill the time out a little bit is, um, are you guys listening to podcasts at the moment? Um, is it a bit of a sort of hot topic? I love a podcast. Like, yeah. Whenever I'm... Um... Mm. doing whatever doing anything yeah always stick one on but i like some comedy ones yeah i like um i like the adam buxton podcast as well he always oh, has right. interesting people on there mm. i just like the way he speaks as well it's quite soothing <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah I, I listen to quite a few podcasts a few like uh comedians ones did you ever yeah. watch that um <laughs> summer heights high or like jamae private school girl did you ever see that on BBC? no you have to you have to send me a link to that. Yeah, I don't know oh, about that. This Australian comedian, and he he just the character is this like really bitchy schoolgirl, and I just find it absolutely hilarious. And now this is like you know ten years since we've last seen her in any of the programs, and she's made this podcast for uni. Yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, it's so funny. I love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they do seem to be sprouting up all over the place at the moment. It's pretty much anyone with a microphone and a set of yeah, something to say yeah exactly and i've always got something to say as my um, girlfriend can attack to. um what about you sam are you listening to anything at the moment that sort of sparks your interest i suppose yeah not really i mean I, I tend to watch more tv if anything or yeah. you know writing music i mean yeah i don't really listen to podcasts it's not really my thing I, yeah fair uh, enough. There's, there's been things in the past uh like the joe rogan experience that's a decent little yeah. podcast oh, yeah, I like that past. yeah that's cool yeah, um but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not really my go-to thing, really. No, fair enough. Yeah. What about um YouTube? What about that sort of thing? Oh, where yeah. you... I mean, Everyone's... I I browse YouTube. That's to be fair. If you can ask me a question, what I do, I do the most is probably watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I can spend hours on YouTube just watching random videos going from one yeah. thing to the other. I like this. There's so many different topics, and I, I cover yeah. on YouTube just watching. It's it's just yeah. It's like 
it's like this sort of meditative meditative thing you just do. You know, you just go go into it and that's yeah. it. You disappear for like three hours. Yeah, you start on yeah. one video and then yeah, you're yeah. watching them people building them like outdoor pools <laughs> in the forest. And uh, yeah, like, I watched, watched, yeah. watched, <laughs> yeah. watched people growing garlic and stuff like that. I just find it so interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but it was cool. Yeah, my um my seven year old son loves watching the um what is it like a shredder? And oh, they put man. like all sorts of stuff in the shredder and they see if they can break it well oh, oh I like yeah, the one I've with the hydraulic that. that's press good. that's a good one yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah weird what we do to pass the time now isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was a thing a couple of years ago like the thousand knife chat thousand degree knife whatever it was there's oh, people just God. cutting through like soap oh yeah no, yeah like, proper well. going to town on the flamethrower on the edge of the blade i'm just like what the hell is this like <laughs> have you ever seen on facebook my... um yeah like five minute crafts their videos mm. they're so yeah. awful but i just can't stop, yeah they are yeah stop watching them i'm addicted <laughs> yeah. to five minute crafts i've learned yeah, nothing stop. and i've probably watched they've... like you know 20 yeah. hours of five minute craft videos <laughs> they've definitely got a good algorithm haven't they they really do yeah. like serve up the latest and sort <laughs> of you're like yeah just one more uh work, <laughs> yeah. work don't need me for another half hour i'm sure it'll be fine you know yeah they, they do that to yeah <laughs> nice so um i want to quickly ask you oh god what your favorite films are we might as well just hit this quickly then we'll go to a break yeah cool so obviously you can have like a film from your childhood um and you can have one that you want to watch you know when the cinemas properly reopen that sort of stuff or you can just have your favorite of all time it's completely up to you cool i think i think for me uh, Jurassic Park's definitely up there. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah what else is there? <laughs> I mean, I watched a film last night actually on Netflix called, is it The Dead Army or something like that? It's got... Uh, Heard of that? Yeah, it's got Dave Bautista in from... Well, he was a oh, right. It's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. really, it's really cool. I mean, it was quite an epic film. It was like two and a half hours long, but uh, mm. normally, if a film's that long, it's quite you know, normally a sci-fi film, like, you know, Interstellar or something like that, but this was literally yeah. a film just about zombies for two and a half hours. <laughs> but they made it actually quite interesting how they did it. Uh, but no, yeah, that, that was a decent film I watched last night. It's funny, mm. like, yeah, Pulp Fiction, things like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't really know if I'm put on the spot. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Netflix is tends to be my go-to thing for films. But I, yeah. I, I think it's, it's getting worse and worse. I, I mean, where I've completed Netflix. Yeah, like, I've completed it, actually... yeah finished <laughs> i swear yeah it's only the box it's not completed but yeah i mean yeah. for the films definitely i've done all the films yeah um millie what's your favorite film Coraline. that is my favorite film of all time oh okay that's cool yeah, that's cool. yeah. i just think that film's so cool yeah <laughs> so trippy even as a kid i was like yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember when it was out of the pictures i probably went and saw it about like seven or eight times my best mate bobby i used to go like Oh, do you want to go to the pictures and see Coraline after school? She's like, I've seen it three times with you. Why would I want to go see it again? That's a good <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit oh, creepy. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, that's the best as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. What about um, TV series? Talking oh, about Netflix and, you know, yeah, Disney Plus, whatever you want. This is a good one. Yeah, uh, for me, I think my best series is Breaking Bad. Yeah, that okay. Was, that, was, yeah. that was incredible. I mean, I, I heard all the talk about it before I watched it like nine years ago, and I was like, it's yeah. not that good. And then yeah, I just yeah, watched I one agree. episode and it was a bit of a slow burner at the start, but then I oh, started to get into it. And it was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was at the start, but then I started to get into it like, what was I think, episode four. I just I just persisted with it and I just got so addicted to it. And then there's one mm. like there's a spin off called Better Call Saul as well. That's really yeah, good. Yeah. 
That's quality. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're definitely mm. my go-to series if I'm going to say the best series for me. But yeah, mm. Netflix is very good for series. Yeah, I'll um I'll come back to that in a sec. Um, Millie, what's your favourite sort of Netflix series, or what are you currently watching on Netflix at the moment? Uh, I kind of like watch the same stuff all the time. Like you yeah. know, like shows like the IT Crowd, Peep Show. I can just watch them no, over Peep and over and over brilliant. again, and yeah. they just don't get boring to me. Yeah, they always get available as well, don't they? They're always on Netflix all the time. Mm. And I like sort of before. old British comedy as well, like from the seventies and eighties. Mm. I like mm. Only Fools and Horses and all that. Yeah. All right, yeah. In the grave. I just find all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah. If you're um if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, Sam, I'd oh, highly recommend <laughs> Doctor Who. Nice, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd highly recommend Ozark if you haven't already watched that. Ozark, oh, I've seen that, it. Is that to it? Yeah, it's it's about money laundering, and it's kind of like oh. Breaking Bad that you sort of see a good guy turn bad, mm. and right. he's trying to do everything on the sly. And obviously, when you operate outside of the law, yeah, it you don't really know if you can trust anyone. Basically, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. no one's got any. That. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, how, um, how many you, how many series is it? There's three series. There's going to be a fourth one at the end of the year. Oh, cool. But <laughs> yeah, I won't, won't spoil it too much. Millie, did you say you've seen it? Have you watched all of the oh, episodes? Oh, no, I saw it advertised. I, I oh, okay. watched it, but yeah, maybe maybe it's worth a go if you say it's yeah, good. It's definitely yeah, definitely worth a watch. Into that. Yeah, it's funny how like a family move to a place and end up sort of polluting the entire sort of area. That's what I'll say. That's what happens when I to Brighton. <laughs> Let me know how you get on. Yeah. It's a bit of a roller coaster, Rosark, so I recommend that. Yeah, decent. Um, yeah, nice. Right, so we'll go to a break, if that's okay. So I'm just going to cool. do a quick ad read from Grind Fitness, and I'll send you guys a link in a sec, and we'll get right. to some more questions, including the top five album one that everyone hates. Lovely, brilliant. Uh, we'll be back in a sec. Cheers, Cheers Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. 
Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode. <laughs> Just wait for Sam. It's definitely worth um, mentioning that you should have a drink and a steady Wi-Fi connection before we... Uh, Go any further? <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a, a vodka and coke. <laughs> I'm sitting nice. next to the router. So. Nice. <laughs> I just feel, always get so nervous with these kind of things. You know what I mean? Like uh, my talking yeah. voice is definitely not something. Uh... <laughs> but I've got a great <laughs> face for radio. So. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> nice. Right, so I'm gonna ask you your top five favourite albums, and then when Sam joins, we can uh, bully him. Cool. So, uh, ready when you are. Yeah, cool. Cool. So, uh, should we start with five? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, do you want me to just yeah, start yeah, straight that's away? Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so my top five favourite albums are probably number one, like, oh, actually, we'll go from the bottom. Number five, I really like basically every system of a down album i probably couldn't choose between yeah. all of them between what well yeah. they're, they're at number five mm-hmm. um i really like lily allen i like back to black amy winehouse as well it's probably yeah. number three uh yeah this is it <laughs> yeah it is i like um what do i like <laughs> what do i even like um if you said tracks, it'd be a lot easier, but albums, album name is just quite difficult. Yeah. Oh, Millie's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I believe she's definitely gone. So. Yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I def, definitely my top three, I'd say, when I was a kid and growing up, Master of Puppets was definite go-to for me like that, yeah. that inspired my playing big time cliff burton's incredible yeah uh, uh also for metallica um and, and justice for all i love that album another yeah. another cracker i mean after he died cliff burton they, they tended well they did they then went, went down sort of a different sort of more classy rock sort of route but that was still cool but yeah yeah i mean that was just them two albums are amazing uh and my other favorite my favorite band uh tool got two albums from them probably Lateralis, that's that's incredible. The writing is just unreal. Uh, and Ten Thousand Days, I mean, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's one of them albums that you can listen to now, and it's still just as good as when you first heard it. Mm. There's not many of them about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I got one more, but yeah, go on. Yeah. I don't. Well, I got one more, but I don't <laughs> have it in my head. So that's the problem. So. <laughs> that's all right. I've actually got something to say about Ten Thousand Days. I remember my friend had that, and it had like beer goggles on the case. Oh yeah, I don't know if you remember it did. that? It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Such interesting artwork. Yeah, what a weird uh, thing to add to an album. Oh, no, I know, just... Millie. Hello. You got to free, and then you completely vanished off face. Yeah, here. it was my uh, signal. It just keeps cutting out. I am just That's <laughs> right. working with a very old iPhone. <laughs> That's okay. But um, yeah, we no, got to Lily Allen. Yeah, Be here now by Oasis. All right. Yeah. Just a big Oasis fan, love them. Yeah. And then number one, probably the first Stone Roses album. Oh yeah, just absolute. Ba- oh, and I like Hatful of Hollow as well by the Smiths. Probably couldn't choose between them two. All right, yeah. But that's, that's probably my top five. Bit boring, but 
I always want to check out the Smiths, but I never really know where to start. I mean, they're a great band. It's a mm-hmm. shame that Morrissey is, you know, yeah. Morrissey. But um, <laughs> but no, like their music is, mm. yeah, up there with my complete favourites. I just love it. Everything's so jangly, and I love the way that it's all like one. It's one guitar, and it, it just sounds so full. Yeah. Without having to be super loud or distorted or whatever, it's just yeah. just good playing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I might check them out at some point. Yeah, nice one. I'll write that down. Hatful of Hollow. Definitely listen to that album because it's probably the best. So I've written down Dead Army and Hatful of Hollow, and now I'm just going to hope that I know what the hell I'm talking about in the morning. (laughs) Cool. Right, nice one. Thanks for uh, putting up with that one because that one is a bit of a polarising question. Yeah, definitely. So the next question is all about video games. So, what was your first video game memory as a child, and what are you currently playing on your Xbox, PlayStation, PC, deleted, appropriate at the moment? First memory was, I mean, first, uh, well, definitely good one that sort of converted me from PS, I think at the time it was PS2 to Xbox, was uh, Halo. I played it around my mate's house when I was like eight, I think, and it was, I just, I thought it was incredible. I had to get an Xbox after that, and I got one. And I just, yeah, that was the, the best, probably the best uh, memory of playing computer games when I was younger. But now, I mean, yeah. for me, I don't think the games are as good anymore. Like, mm. I, I try getting into, I don't know if it's because I've grown up or not, but like, I, I try playing some, I just get a bit bored. I mean, I play football games because I'm into football, but apart from that, yeah. I get I get really t- tired of like storylines and stuff. And I, I've, I've, I've really got into Gears of War. I love that. Right, right? yeah. I think the third one came out in the fourth and it just got a bit too samey. Yeah, all the board, you know? sort of the yeah. same train. Yeah, yeah, like shoot them ups and stuff. I'm just not, mm-hmm. it's not really my like my bag. I mean, I, I just like, yeah, really. My, my, to be honest now, my favourite sort of games are football games, you know, and if, yeah. if I don't, and to be honest, like EA and FIFA, I've got so much negativity to say about that game. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, the last few years, definitely, it's, it feels like such a rigged game, especially when you're playing against the computer. Like, yeah. Last minute or like goals I've, I've conceded is absolutely incredible. I can make a show real of them. It's, it's just ridiculous, and I get so, I get rage. I don't throw anything or anything, but yeah, I yeah, get yeah. so. Don't No, no, honestly, my, this, is my, this, is, this is my outlet now, right? So this this year's FIFA, I got so enraged last week. I felt I got to the cup final on online, and it's difficult to get to because people yeah. who you plan against they play all the time. So I got to the cup final, right, and. I went one nil up and my controller ran out and the guy scored yeah. three goals and like, and he just kept the ball I couldn't get it off him and I lost like I think it was 4-1 in the end and so I got, I got so enraged I literally put the disc back in its case I took a photo of it and put it on Marketplace and went to myself now <laughs> honestly it was it oh, was wow. like it is incredibly like, yeah. think about that how hard it is like I've got to play four games and beat three people to get to at least the final I did that right yeah, and yeah. then that happens like what's the chances my controller's running out nice I remember um, throwing my N64 controller across the room once and realising <laughs> oh, that God. A that's a very very expensive controller to replace oh yeah B yeah. they're indestructible so oh, even yeah. if I wanted to break it I couldn't like one of so, yeah. Phones. yeah, the thirty-four ten. If you like, try and run it over, it'll break 10. the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that I got my brother when he mm. had a PS2. I think he was playing Mortal Kombat with his mate up at his old flat, 
and he got he lost he got so angry he the old ps2 controllers are fairly thin in the middle compared to other controllers and he got yeah. so angry he just tensed his arms together he just snap, went, snap like that I, like, I just yeah. looked i was like oh my god yeah. how do yeah. you do that <laughs> it's incredible yeah yes. yeah game of rage is bad love it what about um <laughs> games for millie I think my first memory of like games is yeah. probably I lived with my nan and my cousin when I was young and he was mm. he was he's like 15 years older than me and um I remember him having like a PlayStation 1 and playing like Grand Theft Auto yeah on PlayStation 1 and I always yeah, used to ask him cool. if I could have a go but I was only like 7 or something and he'd go <laughs> like no go you know get out of my room or whatever <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of remember that and then now I don't really play video games really. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I borrowed my mate's Nintendo DS in lockdown. Yeah, they're good. They're and good. I've completed Cooking Mama. All, all, of the, <laughs> all of the less combined, all of the normal ones. Mate, it's, it's so like mind-numbingly fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. I felt like a game that came out like the perfect time for lockdown with Animal Crossing. Yeah. That yeah, I've like never really been able to get yeah. into that. That I used to play Hearthstone on computer, on. but not really anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, played, uh, you played Ark on Xbox? No, I haven't, no. Yeah, Is that Ark Survival? That's the one, yeah. Like, you start yeah, off as, like, a caveman. Yeah. You start off as a caveman, and you've got to sort of build, uh, like, mm. I don't know, houses out of wood and stuff like that it's really like that is a sort of game that you can get enthralled with for days on end and end up with a house uh, it literally <laughs> yeah. is yeah literally is that adult minecraft but i still played minecraft as well that's cool but yeah i mean i love i love games like that but they just take up so much of your life yeah. i just don't want to do it because you know i've got music stuff to do i've got to go to work and stuff i just haven't got the time but yeah i get yeah. it yeah that's a cool game speaking of like going through the ages did you ever play age of empires i didn't know no, that was a complete time sink. Yeah, I've heard good you, things about that. You started as like Stone Age people and then you eventually got like technology and you went to Bronze Age and then you eventually went into the future, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard of that now. Yeah, yeah not too... so long. Yeah, I mean, Skyrim for me is also, that's that's an incredible game. I mm. can't I can't play it again because I've already played it once, but it's one of them games that I, if I could reset and play something again and just forget what it was like, that would be one of them games. Yeah. That's, that's, that's class, that game. Yeah, what um, what do you like to play nowadays, Millie? I don't, I don't really play like video games. Yeah, my friend enough. Miles, he's like a really techie guy. He's got everything mm. VR. He's got a whole like driving setup for his computer, like oh, wow. chair, wow. wheel, gear. It's it's mad. It's mad. <laughs> like it must cost so much money. It's like so cool though. But, yeah. Um, Whenever I go around here, it's always funny because we'll have like a couple of drinks and then like get the VR out and just like you know where you move your hands and everything as well. Yeah, always always trippy when you do that. And I like just like going around on Google Maps in that VR. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, I love doing that as well. (laughs) Awesome. I remember um, just on FIFA, Sam. I've got a little bit of an anecdote on this because this this really made me laugh. Now that I think about it, as like an economical (laughs) thing. Which was um game would do a special deal now and then, which was you could mm. trade in free games that you don't want anymore. Yeah. And you could get a brand new off the shelf, like fifty pound game for I think it was ninety nine P. So yeah. Everyone, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Everyone in Weymouth bought FIFA. <laughs> like because really? they're worth like nothing, are they? Like as soon as yeah. the year passes, they're worth like twenty five P in CEX. Literally, literally. So yeah. you can go into game and basically give them seventy five p, 
and get a brand new game like Devil May Cry 6 or whatever it was at the time. And I think they actually had to stop doing it because they realised what everyone was doing. Really? And wow. Yeah, it's so funny though. Like the fact that I think you could do it like one per customer. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, it would just get yeah, ridiculous. A bit, a bit of a flawed deal, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. An, an, yeah. an annual game like FIFA, yeah, they're going to do it. Because as soon as next year comes out, it's reduced yeah. by like 90%. So. Like, I see games like that have been out for like a week and they're in CEX. Yeah. I see yeah. it with everything in there, like brand new phones, like the yeah. iPhone 42. Yeah, that's when it's um, not going too yeah. well for the game creators, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, they get the game, take a week off work and just absolutely sledgehammer it. Yeah. And then well, they take that. it back and it's got five quid off. Yeah, it's I mean, that's... Strange. Yeah, so really, you're better off waiting, like, a month after release date mm. and going see CEX and see what's about. That's the best thing to do, really. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, because right. we, we used to have a game in town, but that... Oh, I don't know what happened. They just shut up shop and that was it. It's gone. So, yeah, yeah. that was a... So I tend to do if I'm going to get a game, yeah, I'll, I'll go to CEX or whatever. But yeah, yeah, br- brand new games I'll never get now on release date because the money is just it's like sixty quid up, upwards. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, PS 5s next level. It's like sixty five quid straight away. Like wow, you know, standard price. Yeah, and your wages don't go up, be that does it? So you know, no, it's, yeah. it's not. Working. Where's my PS five allowance work? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so we'll uh, just quickly get off video games and we'll go back to the music. That's obviously why you're here in the first place. So I want to know... all about video games. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, first of all, where are Insolus based and where can we watch you if we wanted to go to one of your gigs? Like, where's, where's your local? Well, we, a half of us live in London. Well, Sam and me live sort of Brighton kind of way. Oh, right. And mm. Onyi and Connor live in London. So we kind of yeah. spread ourselves between cities, really, between here and there. Yeah. But, um, we've got shows coming up in Brighton and London. I think cool. we've got the 24th of June at the New Cross Inn. Yeah. And that's uh, then we've got the 24th of July at the Hope and Ruin, August oh, 7th yeah. at Green Door Store. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's an awesome so, venue. I love that place. Yeah. And we're playing with some really cool other bands, Blue Eyed Giants, our mates. They're going to be doing it too, so it's going to be going to be awesome. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm well nervous. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a year I'm and sure a half since the last gig. Yeah, proper. It's been so long. It's just strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's funny like the length of time. It won't take long, obviously, but like when you get into like a flow state of like writing, touring, writing, touring. Mm. Yeah, you don't even kind of realize that you're doing it, you're like in autopilot. It's so weird because I think in this yeah. time off, we've all had time to like look and ref- like get there's better. been times when we've did multiple yeah. gigs in one week, and you get so exhausted and you get so like sort yeah. of pent up in it that you kind of forget that what you're doing is actually the thing that you enjoy doing yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you know? and you want to keep doing it, yeah, for the, and for like, the future. When you have yeah. a break away from it, you're like, oh, I actually can't wait to get back on yeah. stage and hear like loud music and be in a crowd like stuff that we all took for fun you know everyone's saying yeah, yeah. it's true like we stuff we all took for granted beforehand yeah. is definitely uh getting, yeah, getting its value back now 100 percent, bring it back um so just on gigs what's the best gig you've ever played as a band Ooh, i said this on a podcast last week uh <clears throat> for, for us yeah it's definitely for me it's the grace Oh, I love that gig. Uh, it's quite in a small, intimate venue, but 
there was a, it was packed out. It was a great band who were headlining, and just yeah, I mean, when it, when you've got everything you know molded like that, the sound sounds great. You've got a good crowd. Yeah. You know. It, you, mm. the set flows really well it's just one of the nights it's really mm-hmm. good but yeah like also the new crossing i like that venue that's cool i liked that gig but like mm, it's, uh, it's mean the sound. A good day for me you know what i mean like <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you know like you, sometimes you're just not on form are you <laughs> and that was one of those days where i had a really good time but at the same time i was mm. thinking oh god yeah, <laughs> i don't cool. know how i'm gonna get through this next song like my throat was caning <laughs> one of them days isn't it yeah, yeah, I want us to gig in Brighton more. I mean, we've done it, what is it, a couple of times, literally twice, I think, we've gigged in Brighton. Mm, I can't remember not that. a lot. But, no, but there's some really good venues down here. Uh, and mm. we've, oh, yeah, I just think, to be honest, we started out, we played a few gigs and then lockdown happened, so we didn't think it much of a chance. So <laughs> We got a year, really. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, we, we've been Not a, even we've a been year, a, probably like nine months, ten months. Yeah, uh, technically, we've been a band since the end of 2019. We've played like, what, four or five gigs? yeah you know so i mean and this whole yeah this whole lockdown has really done us so we just want to sort of get out there and just carry on from where we left off really but yeah just um yeah. before we get to millie um i'm quite i don't want to sound like i'm pretentious i'm quite in with quite a few bands from brighton so what oh, yeah. i'll do is I'll, I'll give them a message and get them to contact you somehow that's cool. um there's a band that I really, really like who I've actually had on here and it was the most manic episode I've ever done in my life because the singer decided to walk his dog whilst recording. There's <laughs> um, a band called Coravio and they're oh, quite manic. Was that with Bob Tett? Did you yeah, Bob yeah, Tett? Same. yeah, same. yeah, yeah. He used to be in Swallowing Shotguns with a mate I, I got called right. uh, Joe Ty. Yeah, he, he's mm. really good, Bob. Like, as a guitarist and a singer, I like him. Yeah, yeah. They're a bit all over the shop, but yeah, I love them all individually. Yeah, that's um, really funny, also, walking his dog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's also a band um, I had Nikki Smash on uh, oh, as my Rocket second Dolls. ever episode from the Rocket Dolls. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really sure if they're still going at the moment. I'm not sure. I did try yeah. and contact the drummer to see what's happening. We didn't get too much away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're mm. another good band. Oh, they know loads of bands. So like, they're kind of, in my opinion, they're like a sort of conduit to, you know, yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, they've been around they the could... block a few times. They play Wayne yeah. quite a lot. They've been a. Uh... They've been they've been a band since like two thousand and eight. They were my mm-hmm. first ever band when I was like fourteen, fifteen. I remember playing with them in Brighton a few times, and you know that yeah. was like eleven years ago. It's crazy. Just that to was five hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it feels like it, honestly, it feels like it. It's so long ago, but just to think they're still kind of going. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a few other bands as well. I'll, I'll message you after this, but yeah. Um, Cheers, man. <laughs> no, no worries. It's cool. I'll try and give back as much as I can because people, <laughs> for some reason, listen to this. So. Uh, so the least I can do, help people out. So, um, yeah, there's quite a lot of um, bands sort of running through my head, but I'm just trying to remember where they're based because Brighton seems to be a bit of a sort of epicentre for a lot of sort of activity in my experience. Yeah. I feel like but, um, age group by age group as well. Like there's a scene yeah. for every age group. Yeah. Like when yeah. I was Because I, I went to BIM. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, um, like all the bands I know are, my mates who I went to uni mm. with and then mm. like you've got people who are a bit younger yeah. that I know and they know all these bands that are apparently yeah. really big in Brighton and I think well I've never heard but then they've never yeah, heard yeah, the yeah. ones that we know I think it's sort yeah. of every, every age category it's kind of yeah. got their own like little world going on here yeah that's interesting I never thought of it like that but yeah university is obviously a very good place to network isn't it mm. so yeah Definitely. right so Millie best gig and worst gig uh, I don't think Sam did worse gig, actually. No, we'll, I didn't. we'll come back to you in a sec, Sam. Sorry, mate. Okay, that's cool. 
It's my first day. It's all right. <laughs> Go on, Emily. Worst, uh, best gig you've ever played? Best gig I've ever played was, yeah, probably the Grace with okay. Solis. That that was good. That was a good, that was a, just a good night all round. And you got one of them stickers that said AAA. And I just thought that was. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. So I was like, oh, look at me on my sticker. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was a good night. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I that was my favourite that we that we've played together. So we're now going to flip to the negative side of being in a band, which is you know ninety percent of all <laughs> gigs. Really, let's be honest. <laughs> Worst gig you've ever played? Do you want me to go first, Sam? Yeah, you go first. I'm trying to think. Still. Definitely one hundred and fifty million percent when we played the Western in Brighton. Probably one of the oh. two or three times we've played in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. It was. Connor's birthday my birthday it was someone's birthday sort of two days before and we had two gigs in two days yeah and we we did the first one got absolutely you know hammered that evening <laughs> got up yeah. I was in the, the <laughs> I was meant to be like in Brighton already by the next morning but I ended up staying with these guys in London because we was all just like really drunk and um yeah. then the next day connor's dad drove us down to brighton but there was no space in the car for me so i sat in the boot and <laughs> i felt so sick and like we we're going down the whatever motorway and i was just feeling really and then we, we we got there we had about an hour till we had to get on and i, I was like shaking i had one of them hangovers you know where you're like proper it's not good <laughs> yeah. i was going like i don't know if i could do this i don't know <laughs> i remember connor being like no, you've, you've got, like, you know, we'll do it, it'll be fine. So we did this gig, and as soon as I finished the last song, I was like, thank you, good night. And I went downstairs, and I just vomited all over no. the floor. <laughs> and I was, like, no. I was like, this is the worst thing that could possibly be happening right now. Like, I couldn't hack yeah. it that day, mate, and I learned my lesson. <laughs> nice. What about you, Sam? Yeah, to be honest, not just not for that, like personally, but I think just as as like for the sound in general, mm. uh, that that wasn't a good uh, good setup. I mean, it just didn't sound great. It was a with this band with all these backing tracks. We're in a room that's like yeah, it was oh, tiny. Wasn't yeah, it? it was so small. Uh, yeah. So in terms of, I always uh, gigs for me are really good if it, if we've got a really good sound and sounds like and it wasn't a very good sound and it just felt a bit cumbersome to get through the set. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's was, why the grace was so good though, because the sound yeah, was so good. Like, exactly. yeah, proper, yeah, sick setup. Definitely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, if you're doing this as a hobby slash sort of passion project, it shouldn't be effort and it shouldn't feel like work. No, no. I know what you mean. I've and the sound man at that gig at the Western, uh, he weren't having none of it, mate. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he was off his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, bruv, you're at work. Like, come on. I swear, I swear, like, pissed off halfway through the set and just didn't bother creating anything. I just, yeah, I didn't see yeah. it at the end. I think, yeah, I don't know what happened to him, but yeah, it wasn't mm. a great gig. <laughs> One out yeah. of ten wouldn't do again. No, yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. you know, in a, in a, when we get some more gigs and we get the Western mm. again, that we can make it our sort of um, revival. <laughs> like, to yeah, bring ourselves absolutely. back. <laughs> yeah, too. I think. Like, from my experience, all you need is a bad sound engineer and it doesn't matter what you play, what equipment you have, mm. what guitars you use, what oh, songs you've don't... written. It's all shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, like though, trying to play for a shoe. Well, yeah. we had, um, like, our backing track, the computer that the backing tracks come through mm. broke halfway through. 
Oh, yeah. What one was that? What gig was that again? It was in Camden. It was. Was it, oh, was it Camden? It was somewhere. Yeah, I think it was, but I forgot the the venue. That was that. Oh, it was terrible, wasn't it? Oh we my finally, god! Like, we, we got it working. Just cut out, and we were just standing yeah. there, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. "Oh no!" I think we got it working, but the the guy who was running the show, running the show, he actually just gave us like 10 minutes, 15 minutes on stage. Got yeah, half the way through our set and just cut us. Yeah, he's like, "You got to get off next band." That was yeah. Cool. <laughs> That yeah, was, I know what you mean. We've had some off, mortifying yeah. times. This time yeah. of lockdown is a, definitely a time of reflection to self Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason and all that stuff that you see at the now. range. <laughs> yeah. Life's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. <laughs> Fuck that. Very bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We're just going to quickly go to an ocean bottle advert. Uh, we'll be back in a sec. And we will carry on talking about a bit of music, a bit of what's coming up in the future. And I want to also talk about favourite animals, because why not? And if you have any paranormal experiences, and of course, the question that everyone loves, what's your go-to meal deal? So we'll be oh, back yes. in a sec. <laughs> Stay tuned. Back in a Hey guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contained double walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. So the uh, Ocean Bottle adverts just played. Just a quick heads up, you know, if you sort of want to reduce your carbon footprint and stop using single-use plastic bottles then feel free to uh check out the link in the description and obviously yes. if you want a discount code then drop me a message on instagram which is absolutely better than podcast and i'll sort you out so yeah get get involved in ocean bottle because we all care about the planet and we only get one chance so yeah welcome back sam and millie hello, hello. so straight from the ocean into favorite animals do you want to go sam yeah, I'll take this one. My photo, funny enough, uh, I was watching a comparison video at work the other day between lions and tigers. I love lions, but I was gutted to see that the tiger was stronger than the lion and it could probably oh, beat right. it in a battle. Yeah, I was, and it was he- heavier than, li- than the lion, which I didn't expect. But yeah, lions are my favorite animals ever. Uh, I'm yeah, I think what else there is. I, I like, man, what, what else do I like? There's actually, a, there's actually a cross between the two, though, when they cross breed them. Uh, I think it's oh, yeah, Liger. Yes, t- it's Liger, and it's a, yeah. it's a Tigan as well. I don't think Tigans are as big, but Ligers are huge. Mm. They're like as tall as a car. They're, they're just, uh, yeah. But yeah, 
to, to answer the question simply, yeah, lion. I think so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, king of the jungle. <laughs> do you reckon a liger could eat a thirty-four ten, or do you reckon it would just? <laughs> uh, it might make a dent. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's a YouTube video, isn't it? I'm going to write that down. It's got to be, got to be in it somewhere. There we go. All right. Millie, favourite animal? Squirrel. No. Okay. They're just... Yeah. I, I couldn't sit there and give you an intent of why. My, my, a lot of my friends yeah. say I eat like a squirrel, which is obviously not a compliment, <laughs> but I take it as one. Um, no, no, no. And I don't know. I just think they're... They're cute. They're sneaky. I think it's fun. <laughs> if you um, if you ever come down to Weymouth, if you're playing a gig or something, or you just fancy sort of getting away a bit, then the no getting fort, <laughs> yeah, no fort is full of squirrels, and uh, they're quite climatized to people. All right. So they will just come up to you, and sometimes they'll sort of climb your leg. Oh, that oh. happened to me once in Bournemouth, like walking through a park in Bournemouth, and they just thought it was like started climbing over this woman and I was just like why is she not phased that doesn't happen yeah. like in London or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah um so next question do you have any paranormal experiences uh yeah uh one about I think four years ago I was actually at a recording studio oh, right. I in a band. yeah I was in a band with my brother before uh as a three-piece and we was recording in this cottage uh, and there were the, the guy, the producer did say that there was reports of things happening and stuff. But I didn't really so much notice of it, but I think I was in bed one night and I just, I looked over at the door when I woke up, I just saw this, this sil- like black silhouette, like it was dark in the room, oh but this was like, especially dark. It's this silhouette is sort of like edging closer. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I just flipped my shit. I was like, what the fuck? I did. I grabbed the, <laughs> I grabbed the lamp, turned it on. And yeah, obviously there was nothing there, but. Yeah. I think, to, yeah, to date, that's probably one of the scariest things. I've also had, when I was younger, probably about 10 years old, mm. I was laying in bed, uh, our stereo was off, and mm. the, beginning, the beginning of this track just randomly started to play, but it was only like a segment of it, like three seconds, and it just cut out. And yeah. and I thought it must have been me. I, I, I sat up at a bed and I said to my brother, did you hear that? And I was expecting him to say no, but he said, yeah. And I just I just thought, what? what? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Your stomach just drops. You just think, what was yeah. that? That's not, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I get that. Just Horrific. quick before we um, go to Millie, I think a lot of like paranormal stories seem to sort of go on that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I- used to believe that people are making up these stories like they're so similar if that makes sense mm. it's always like electrical discharge or sort of hearing things and seeing like black smoke seems to be a real thing where like yeah yeah potentially like someone's energy or it seems to like be happening when you like catch it on camera and that's yeah. when you, like really start sort of questioning it because you're actually seeing it rather than mm. like was I dreaming? Was it like sleep paralysis or? Yeah, seeing things on cameras where people like set up cameras in rooms and they see things. That's quite, you know, things yeah. people can easily put things on, but there's some things you just go, yeah. that's very difficult to make up. Like, it's all about the reaction as well. Like, it's yeah, really easy yeah. to obviously set something like that up, like, you know, putting a bit of rope on the end of your door so it looks like it's slamming by yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But when you're genuinely scared, I think that really does come across. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Millie? Well, I definitely have had a. So you know, when you just before, um, just when you were saying about you know, like you could set something up and it would seem realistic. 
Yeah. I had it one evening in the first lockdown when I could hear like we have an attic and it's got this creepy fireplace in it and it's just not not a bit of me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. on the best of days. And it was like late at night, it was just me and my housemate Kai in at the time. And we could hear like thudding coming from the attic the attic upstairs. And I was like at first I kind of just thought oh, I the neighbours or it's whatever. And yeah. then I could hear like really strange sounds like howling and things like that. And I was oh, saying wow. to Kai, like we were getting frightened. Like I was going to him like, that's not right, is it? He was like, no, that is not right. Like, and um, <laughs> we, we started getting really frightened. And um, yeah. just like we were, we were just chilling that evening, just me and him watching a film. And he was talking to like his boyfriend on the phone, uh, like mm. texting him. And he just took a selfie of us quick. And I didn't think anything of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, to send to his boyfriend and then mm. like nothing was said and the noises were still happening and then like 30 minutes later he was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and I was like what he showed me this picture he was like look what uh, like my boyfriend has just sent me back and it was like you could see this really faint figure in the background of this Whoa, picture oh, shit. I started proper shitting myself yeah, yeah man. I'm, reading my boyfriend, I'm coming over I'm coming over to your house like, <laughs> yeah 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 and I started actual like tearing and crying, and he went, "Oh my god, Millie, I'm so sorry. It was a joke." I went, "What?" Oh no! <laughs> he put a speaker. That's he put a speaker good. on the top oh, of the fridge. He'd been doing it for like two and a half hours. Even when my other housemate came home, got her involved in it, and I, it got to the point where I was literally crying. And he was like, "Oh my god, Millie, no, 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 no it, was, it was a joke." I went, "I was like, what?" It was a joke. <laughs> and that's when you like, you couldn't. That gave me, that, that gave me stress. That was a stressful <laughs> night. But um, yeah, obviously that wasn't real. But definitely once when I was, uh, I used to like, you know, when buildings are like abandoned, I used to go and take like photos when I was younger inside yeah. like any abandoned building I could find. Mm. And I went with my um, partner at the time and, my, and a couple of my mates. Mm. And it was like, it was called Millennium Mills. It was like a flower factory in Pontoon Dock in London. And it got oh. bombed during the war. So half of the building is just completely off like it just got blown off so we were walking around and it was getting like dark we we met this random fella we had to break in like we had it's not i mean no laws were broken but we had we had to break in to get in there and um there was like all wood all over the doors and the windows on the bottom yeah and like we had to pry this wood off to get you know inside Mm. and um when we was upstairs on the top floor when like where there was no roof kind of thing we heard like a big bang yeah. And then we came downstairs and the wood was back on the on the door, like the, the one that we'd taken off. And I was just like, how the hell did that yeah. happen? I've never been able to explain that. Because it was it was like bolted back on. And all we heard was one bang and no one else was there. Wow, okay. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is weird, yeah. <laughs> I think we all look for like explanations and stuff but when stuff like that happens in real life you're like mm. oh, i'd rather leave it well enough alone mate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, i've never done like a ouija board or anything like that because i just no. i can't no 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 i would never ever do yeah. that <laughs> they're in houses i'm like come on like why would you, you just, do that somewhere that you just sleep leave it alone. Leave yeah it alone. i don't want none of that none of that near yeah. me nah. so universe if you're listening yeah, <laughs> like there's so many things with stuff like that as well. You really have to like follow a procedure, and you have to finish it as well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some like weird stuff like on YouTube. Obviously, I'm not sure if it's real or not, but like 
from what I can tell from what some of my friends that have told me that they have done it in a controlled way. So they've like got an actual like guide. Oh, and I'm having like, to turn the light on. I'm getting so <laughs> But there's um, a thing on the Ouija board that you use to direct the words and the letters called a plaintiff, yeah. called yeah. plaintiff, something like that. And you can literally see someone like on the, the thing and they've literally got their like tiny little finger on it. And they're just using it to guide the letters. But like from what I can see, they're not applying force to it. They're just like a passenger, if that makes sense. Yeah, you can kind of see it, can't you? Flying along the board, like trying to spell out a word like fire or like get out. I'm just like, what? But yeah, it's amazing. I think it's like really, really fascinating. um... I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Thanks. (laughs) 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 If anyone wants to uh, listen back to this and, uh, don't at night yeah, yeah. but yeah funny, no, it's... all my mates that listen to this will know how much of a scaredy cat i am about yeah, it. Yeah. Be like, oh my God. <laughs> i just think it's like really interesting and i think um it's just funny how like we all see like victorian ghosts yeah there's no go- yeah. i've never been before there's no ghosts from 2001 is there like yeah yeah <laughs> you never see a caveman ghost or a yeah it's just strange yeah, that's a good point. there's a lot of like things that just don't get questioned nowadays, you know. But there we go. So yeah, we're going to quickly wrap this up. Um, so the question I was going to ask you earlier was, what does the future look like for In Solace? Hmm. What have you got planned? I suppose at the minute, just definitely get more gigs booked. Uh, I'm currently doing a lot of work with the backing tracks, uh, just like yeah. sorting volumes out and mixing them a little bit, and just get them to set like pop in the PA system when we play so yeah. everything sounds a bit bigger but uh, yeah so that's what we've got to look forward to when we gig uh, yeah I think just to be honest a bit of everything at the moment writing uh, gigging getting more shows under our belt as a band and we're also at the minute we're missing a guitarist so I think we're uh, auditioning another guitarist but at the meantime we're, we're putting some more synthesizers in just to cover the, the space yeah. uh, just yeah. a temporary fix until we find someone else but yeah I mean we've, we've got a, we've got a fair share of things to do you know Next six to eight months, so yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, lots to uh, sort of work towards and lots to um, sort of refine, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, like recording, I, like I said, a bit of everything we've got to record as well, some more tracks. We've, yeah. we've got so much written, but we've got so little <laughs> recorded at the moment and mastered. So, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of work to do. And we've got a million sort of half finished songs, like yeah. every band does, you know, like sort Definitely. of you start something and it goes really well, and then you kind of fades into the background as soon as you mm. start something else. And mm. yeah. I definitely think one of my personal goals for this band, though, like over the next, you know, sh- sort of short term future, would be to just get some bigger gigs. I really want to play like yeah. to bigger, you know, every every yeah. band does. That's what I, that's like kind of my, my goal. Yeah, yeah I get, get on, get on get on a bit of a bigger stage yeah that's that's pretty um standard obviously you know over time i think like i always use this analogy and everything that i record and stuff is like the only way to get better is to just keep going mm-hmm. so i'm sure yeah. that you know it's it's also luck meeting preparation as well isn't it like what oh, separates totally. you from other bands and stuff and sometimes obviously you have people in the crowd that are like record plants and sort mm-hmm. of talent scouts and stuff and you've just got yeah. to go for it every single gig really haven't you Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm sure, get I'm sure you'll get there. You've just got to keep going. I think the thing so. is, as well, where we've um, 
where like a lot of our music is to do with sort of just not feeling great really I just remember yeah. when I was younger and you know like when you go through or even now when you go mm. through hard times it's good to have music that you can listen to that kind of makes you feel like you're not oh, yeah. going through something on your own yeah completely um, so changed your I outlook I definitely just want it in a way like to actually put it out yeah. there not just to play a bigger stage but just to be like yeah. you know life like I think sometimes we all segregate ourselves we all put ourselves in our own like little world where everything you know yeah. you feel like you're on your own yeah you're on your own basically yeah. and I, I think it's just so good and healthy to know that you're not you know yeah I get that so I definitely just want to get more of that mm. message out for our music yeah just try and sort of communicate a bit better to everyone and mm-hmm. allow yourself to sort of feel yeah, the emotions but, you know and, feeling yeah terrible sometimes is all right as long as it's yeah. you know as long as it's you know on you're on top of it and stuff like that but i think yeah. sometimes people are a bit afraid to feel their emotions <laughs> yeah i get that yeah i get that um so i was going to ask you if you've got any studios or anything in mind in terms of recording or any producers that you've sort of emailed during this turbulent time um, you know, did you want to do an EP next? Did you want to do an album next? I think definitely an EP. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely an EP. Uh, I mean, in terms of producers, I think we've 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 tried a few. Uh, we're just kind of seeing who, who the best fit for us. Really, we tried. Uh, with hold on, it was a different producer than we tried with the last three. With calm, uh, not all right, and jaded. So, yeah, we're just trying everyone else and just seeing who fits us best. Really, but. Uh, because it can make yeah, yeah. it sound so different depending on yeah. you know, who produces oh, yeah. you. So. You can hear that. You can hear that definitely. So yeah, it's definitely just trying well, to find someone who's like we all have a very yeah. common goal yeah. in mind of how we want it to sound, but what don't really know what, exactly what it is until we hear it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. What I will say as well about finding a producer, obviously you probably already know this. So apologies if it sounds like I'm trying to tell you to suck eggs, oh, no, no. <laughs> um, but there's a difference between a sound engineer and a sound producer and an actual person that gives a shit about your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But an engineer is there just to play, you know, just to press the space bar to allow the track to keep going. And obviously if you say that you've made a mistake, then he'll just start it from scratch and you just play the whole song from the start. Mm-hmm. Whereas a producer yeah. actually genuinely wants the best music out of you at that moment. Mm-hmm. So they'll say stuff like, Oh, that drum bit for the chorus, I think that would actually sound a bit better in the verse. And yeah. I think that that is the difference. And that's what, you know, every band I think needs to actually mm-hmm. be pushed into that sort of, oh, wow, that sounds so much better when we do it like that, rather than yeah. sort of, you know, anyone could go to a studio and play okay. But nowadays we're kind of reliant on everything sounds incredible, like the production yeah. value and stuff. Like if I hear stuff and it's on like Spotify, like first things first, I think it's quite cool that it's on Spotify in the first place. But if it sounds awful, then it will probably be the last time I ever listen to it. Mm. So, yeah, like true. I think bands nowadays really have to have a sort of staying power to them. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. Time doesn't it? Just how long yeah. together? Some people get it straight away um, mm. and it just flows. But I definitely think for us, it's been a whole like learning process of yeah. You know, just working out what works for all of yeah. us and how we can get this, how we can get a common sound that we all want, yeah. uh, and, and keep like some consistency for our tracks. Yeah, yeah. We recorded our first three in Devon, and mm. then that was the first time we'd ever recorded together. The you know three of the first songs we ever wrote, we were still yeah. just kind of finding our sound a bit. Mm. So I guess we just want to find a producer yeah, who that. can help us find our you know 
how sound. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure you'll find one. I, I think Hold On sounds really, really good. Cheers. Yeah, we're really, really Cheers, pleased man. with that. Bradley yeah, did a really, sorry. really good job on that. Yeah. So, like, where can we hear your music if we want to hear some more? Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple yeah. Music, all the, YouTube, all of them. Just yeah. type in Solace. Uh, you can also find links to our music through all of our social media, yeah, on Facebook and all all of that jazz. I don't, I don't know if we have Twitter. That's one thing I don't know. If we <clears throat> I don't think we do. No, uh, I think if you go into our, on our Instagram and our bio. Oh, we have link, like a link tree thing. Yeah, yeah link tree. Everything. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, links to podcasts and interviews and yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I mean, not that you would want to listen to us talk anymore. I'll check it out. No, I'll check it out. That's cool. Um, yeah. So definitely check out. Hold on, guys. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll hear some more soon. Cool. So yeah, something to look forward to after uh, all this face mask rubbish has <laughs> finally decided yeah. we can actually live our lives again and enjoy some good music and have a few beers and actually watch bands it actually genuinely feels like we've never done that before it feels like a sort of forgotten memory now doesn't it It, i was i was at the beach earlier there were so many people there i thought oh my god it feels like Mm. normality but i forgot it kind of feels new (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. right so we're going to go to the penultimate question and then at the end of this segment i'll I'll say goodbye to the, the people on and we're going to go to an Archie Soul advert. And I've done a pre-record advert, pre-recorded advert for Archie Soul. I just want to quickly mention that they're a man grooming company. They won't sort your dog out because the guy, Mark, has reached out to me and said that my pre-recording doesn't actually mention that it's for men. <laughs> and apparently he gets a lot of DMs saying, hi, can you sort my poodle out? <laughs> so it's for men that want to sort themselves out a bit and use a bit of face wash and sort of beard oil and stuff like that. But unfortunately, uh, Poochie's not going to get any love from Mark. So yeah, just want to cover my ass on that because, you know, <laughs> sponsors are weird. Right. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about important things. So meal deals. So first things first, where are we going? Second things, second, what are we getting? Right. <clears throat> for, yeah, for me, it's it's always been Tesco. And I tend yep. to get, I think it's like a chicken and bacon sandwich. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's my go-to. Uh, crisps, I always tend to go for McCoy's salt and vinegar. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I love them, I love them. Uh, and the drink. Uh, that, that that changes all the time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh it's this multivitamin drink, isn't it? And it's like a silver bottle that I was getting. I don't think it's like a oh, it's Purdy's. Purdy's, Purdy's, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I got that a few months ago. I love that stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah. But either that or just a bog standard Tropicana, in it, I suppose, you know? Yeah. That's about it. But yeah. You want to unleash it in a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sunny D, yeah. Oh, I love, I love that stuff. It's changed too much. Brilliant. Now, yeah, I checked out Sunny D because I wanted a brand deal because I'm shameless and I just don't care anymore. I'll, I'll take anyone, basically. Um, and they only have like 700 followers on Instagram, but they've got like a verified Sunny D account, like a blue tick. And I was just that's like, weird. wow, that's a yeah, very that's strange weird. amount of followers yeah. for something that everyone can relate to. Yeah, that's crazy, on Mongo. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that stuff. That was real good. <laughs> I love so Millie, what's your, what's your go-to? Right, it's got to be from the the Brighton Station Road Tesco. Oh, okay. That's just yeah. got the best meal deal section of any Tesco's I've ever been in. Okay. And it's always going to be the most expensive item of every, you know, yeah. of the snack. <laughs> yeah. of the, I haven't, you know, yeah. 
probably the chicken club, something like that. Mm. Maybe one of the raps. Two ninety on yeah. their own. Hello, free yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then like one of them big like pints of Red Bull. That's always yeah. go to. Yeah. Yeah. And I never get crisps though. I always get. <laughs> you know they do that yeah. little stick of cheese. <laughs> like mm. a oh, really? Cheese. I just cheese. I just love cheese. So. Yeah. What would I want more than a little tiny miniature-sized block that I can just eat yeah. in the street and it don't even look weird? You can't just whack yeah. a yeah. cathedral yeah. city normal size in the street. Yeah. If they did sticks of bread, it'd be a bit different for me, I think. But yeah, I, I just can't eat cheddar on its own. I need it on toast or something. But mm. I don't get when people get water with a meal deal. Like, yeah. get yourself an ice drink and then buy a 40p water on the side. Yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. It makes yeah. no sense to me. There's only... One thing worse than people that buy still water with meal deals, and that's people that buy fucking sparkling water. Oh. <laughs> Jazzy water. It's, it's, Jazzy, yeah, Jazzy. Yeah. it's like they've forgotten the ingredient, like the sort of the main bit, and they've just gone, yeah, that's what's it, Pellegrino? Is that what it's called? Oh, some, Perrier. Some Perrier, yeah. Perrier. Yeah. I don't know how I say it, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I'm I think not, I'm not fizzy water. Fan, unless it's got yeah. squash in it. Fizzy water and squash, you've made your own like Fanta. It's good. I think, yeah, that's cool. San Pellegrino is actually the can that you get a bit of foil on because yeah, Paul mentioned can. that in the last episode. Paul from Desolated, and he says he always feels like he's on holiday. Mm. <laughs> I get that when I drink a Fanta lemon, I always feel like I'm abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is all the questions I have. So thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for participating, guys. Well, thanks is for there... having us. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. Is there any bands or any sort of equipment or anything you wanted to mention or shout out or promote? Um, Over to you. Just come to our gigs, I'd say, if you fancy yeah, listening to um, me yeah. awkwardly talk between songs. We're putting more set fillers in so there'll be less of my voice, which is obviously good for everyone. Um, um, yeah but we're playing on July uh, sorry June the 24th at the New Cross Inn and July the 24th at the Hope and Ruin in Brighton so if you fancy it check out our social medias there's links to tickets and all them things there nice (laughs) and stream hold on (laughs) yeah yeah hold on the new song so yeah if you guys want to send me a link to that I'll put it in the uh, description of this episode and people just need to stream the hell out of it yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Hopefully, we can uh, get you to the next level. Like, you want to play some bigger shows and that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's you the know. dream, isn't it? <laughs> Try my best, as always, with everyone <laughs> I get on air. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for coming on. And thank I will you. speak to you guys soon. And as soon as it's up, obviously, this episode, if you can share it, that would be massively yeah, appreciated. Yeah, cool. so yeah, no worries. Take care. And cool. I'll speak to yeah. you soon. You too, mate. Have a nice evening. Bye bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. Just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming. So we have ArchieSoul.com. They've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment. Uh, basically, long story short, I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later kind of person really not really bothered about how I look and I think now is a good time to change that uh, especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff anyway so Archie Soul have uh, beard oil 
they have razors, old school sort of stuff, uh, power shower, uh, they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places, they're from the UK, um, and they recently sent me a box of stuff, and it's just been breathtaking, it's been a completely new lease of life uh, in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning. Traditionally I've always um, got up first thing in the morning, thrown some water on my face, said to myself that will do and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour. So time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability I suppose. So um, yeah, so get involved at archysoul.com I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021, so that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, he's all about getting you what you want at the price that you can afford. Not going to break the bank. Like I say at the moment, they've got a sale on. So check them out at archiesoul.com. Tell them I sent you using Bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout. And thank me later, because you are not going to regret this, guys. Thank you very much, and back to it. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, sometimes I do two in one week. So yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.